Welcome to another episode of the brand called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today I'm privileged to have a very accomplished entrepreneur Sneha Priya with me. Sneha, welcome to the show. Hi, hi Ashutosh, pleasure being here. Uh, Sneha is the co-founder of SP Robotic Works and SP I'm assuming stands for Sneha Priya. Start she started from home and they now have over 1 lakh students over 83 centers. Sneha is an electronics and electrical engineer by background and a change maker by passion and given her background I mean she is the recipient of several awards. So Sneha tell me what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? um so uh, in my life uh, first of all uh, making my parents proud uh, was uh, one of the key moment uh, when uh, when we did our first uh, graduation ceremony in our uh, uh, academy so mm-hmm. we had our academy when we first set up the company so we had the academy and when we did our first graduation ceremony uh, there my parents were uh, Uh, my parents are non entrepreneurial background so i'm mm-hmm. the first entrepreneur in a, in the uh, line of family mm-hmm. so there was always a question among everybody in the family whether uh, you know uh, i could pull it off or i could uh, do it and things like that mm-hmm. so uh, every um, it, it was a very big function we did for about 50 students or uh, that's the first batch of our students mm-hmm. so we did a graduation kind of a ceremony for them mm-hmm. and uh, Uh, the, my parents were literally in uh, tears at that moment so that was one uh, wow. important uh, mm-hmm. achievement for me during my life career mm-hmm. uh, apart from th- that uh, another two important things would uh, definitely be uh, one being um, uh, selected as a type 50 uh, you know global company mm-hmm. so we were uh, selected by silicon valley uh, as one of the top 50 companies in the uh, global space wow. to be uh, you know successful mm-hmm. so that is the one uh, you know huge accomplishment for me and the team so mm-hmm. that is one and uh, uh, another thing is every time i see a parents you know a parent being happy for what they what the child has created mm-hmm. that accomplishment happens every single day for me today and um, that is unmatchable that's fantastic. what keeps us driving well what a fantastic set of milestones fabulous So Sneha let's talk a little bit about SP Robotic Works. Tell me about this venture. Sure. So um let me tell you the background uh, why we started this. Mm-hmm. So myself and Pranav both of us started this company. So uh Sneha Pranav so that's okay. how SP came up. Not not Sneha Priya then. Not Sneha okay. Priya. So he is also S Pranav by the way. So okay. you can look at it either way. So okay. so that's uh, we both started it back in 2012 uh, right after college so mm-hmm. we left our uh, high paying jobs on one end and mm-hmm. uh, started this company uh, majorly to contribute to the society so mm-hmm. we uh, we were not a big fan of rote learning okay so we were uh, complete opposites mm-hmm. uh, we we were doing everything practically in our uh, you know college years itself so um, our university years had a lot of um, you know uh, learning that went into uh, uh, you know how you can learn things differently mm-hmm. in a practical and a more fun way rather than you know just uh, doing the bookish uh, route learning we were doing there we were doing a different learning on one side myself and pranav and we were into a lot of robotics representing india and all other forums mm-hmm. and we were having a lot of fun but on the other side we could see uh, people were learning with so much difficulty and you know uh, uh research was not happening mm. and all of that so we wanted to 
ensure that you know from the young age from as low as possible we need to influence people to um, get ready for the real future mm. so that is how we started sp robotic works so okay. we wanted to um, influence people right from the age of 7 okay. so that's that's where we are today so we uh, we provide to give you an idea so what we do is we have created an ai teacher mm. so um, which uh, teaches uh, the entirety of um, you know uh, the students today so it understands what every single child wants it personalizes the learning experience for mm. every single child and <clears throat> whatever course you give it let it be science <clears throat> sorry uh, so whatever course you give it let it be science or math or robotics or whatever it is it personalizes the learning experience and it is a complete mapping between the hardware kit so we mm-hmm. give them a hardware kit as well to make the learning more fun and you know practical mm-hmm. so uh, it the course completely maps the hardware kit uh, with what the child learns mm-hmm. and there are a lot of insights and everything that we share with the parent as well uh, for them to take a wise decision on their child's fascinating know, so you know when i was reading about you uh, these words experiential tech learning came up and i'm much older so can you help me understand what is experiential tech learning sure so uh, to give you a simple idea is um, uh, you know if, if there's an engineer out there uh, they would understand what a pwm is mm-hmm. pwm is pulse width modulation so that's a if you if you put that word out people all you know they go um, um, you know their eyes uh, all go bigger so that's that's how difficult it is taught you know in colleges and schools mm-hmm. but every single tech concept is in and around us today in the real world and sadly we are not highlighted about what it is and where it is mm-hmm. and that is the reason why learning becomes a lot of difficult a lot more difficult for all of mm-hmm. us so what we did is we spotted out every single concept and we mapped it with uh, the real world examples around us mm-hmm. uh, so a pulse width modulation is nothing but how you know if you switch on a fan and switch off a fan mm-hmm. you keep doing it the fan runs at a you know medium speed at the end of the day mm-hmm. so that ones and zeros and ones and zeros you know continuously changed is what pulse width modulation is all about <laughs> so as simple as this mm-hmm. could be taught in a very very uh, you know scary way with all graphs and stuff mm-hmm. so first people have to be introduced with something easy and fun and then you can go into the depths after they understand the basic concept very so we started giving even hardware kits where people can experiment and understand this before they can learn the real you know the formulas and everything amazing. so that's where we call it experiential amazing and uh, talk to me about your digital platform sparky sure so sparky is our ai's name so um, uh, to give you a small background when we wanted to scale up we hit a very big roadblock of hmm. finding quality trainers so we are a very customer first company where uh, we feel every single child should have the best of the best teacher teaching them hmm. so uh, that is not possible at scale so we decided um, we are not going to take the um, you know the difficult route of ensuring um, you know we find the best teachers and all of that rather we build one best teacher and that teacher takes care of what every child learns okay. so this sparky is um, our ai teacher uh, which is uh, which guides right from the child after they log in mm-hmm. uh, so for example um, robotics is a mix of mechanical electronics programming and everything right mm-hmm. so uh, when a child comes in uh, the platform starts understanding what the child really likes mm-hmm. mechanical electronics or programming 
So based on their liking and interest, mm -hmm. it modifies the entire course. So every course is modified according to you know uh, the child's uh, interests and strengths, and that's what is getting delivered. And it also guides the child with a lot of fun as well during the platform. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And and is this uh, modification that uh, Sparky does to the say the uh, what what a child is learning? Is it done in an interactive manner or is it just through its own perception? Uh, no, it's done in an interactive manner. It asks questions to the child. Mm -hmm. uh, so when the, when the course is ongoing, so it asks a lot of questions to the child. Mm -hmm. And based on the child's answer, so let's say there's a concept and the child is not understood. So the, the AI will understand based on the question's response. Mm -hmm. So based on that, it will again repeat the same concept in a different way. Mm -hmm. So each concept can be taught in 100 different ways. A teacher typically does that in a class. Mm -hmm. okay, so that's what our Sparky does as well. So it understands whether the child has, uh, you know, uh, loved the concept. If not, it starts altering it to make sure the child loves, falls in love. Incredible. And at what age do children start uh, interacting with Sparky? Uh, right from seven. Seven years? Seven years. Oh, wow. So that's about third grade onwards. Wow. So I wish I could go back and, you know... 57 years and be a seven-year-old again, you know. So, <laughs> so uh, that's something even I wish sometimes. When, when I see a seven-year-old kid doing all of that, mm -hmm. I always wish, oh my God, why didn't I have this? Then so nice. that's that's something every, even parents share that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. So, you know, Sneha, one of the biggest challenges an entrepreneur faces is scaling up. Yeah. You know, uh, you know every one of us, you know, can do it beautifully in, in, in our own controlled environment, in our own city. But then the, the, there is need to scale up. What were some of your challenges as you scaled up on a national basis? So, um, uh, as I told you, my first roadblock was finding the best teacher. So, mm -hmm. that is what we solved with tech. Mm -hmm. That was our first roadblock. Mm -hmm. The next uh, biggest roadblock was, so once we had the platform, once we had the AI-based system, mm -hmm. um, we did not have, um, you know, we, we understood that the entire Indian scenario, uh, the number of people, number of students who have a computer and internet connection is very, very less. Mm -hmm. So um, to learn robotics and to learn coding and all of that, you need, uh, you know, computer and the internet connection. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be impossible without it. But only sadly, around 8% of the entire Indian students, including college, they have a computer and internet connection. So that was a, you know, interesting problem to solve. Mm. So we solved it with, um, you know, uh, our assisted online centers. We okay. call it Maker Labs. Okay. So um, uh, we have about 83 centers today. And all of these centers are, um, you know, AI driven again. So uh, there are workstations, the computers and internet connections, along with the robotic kits. So the entire infrastructure is present in the Maker Labs. Mm -hmm. So that students can go there and, you know, start accessing and start learning from there. Mm -hmm. So that's something that helped us even reach to the other set of audience, which is very important, which is the major audience again uh, for scaling. Amazing. And, you know, one of the, I've, I've been on the boards of a few educational institutions and uh, one resistance that I have always perceived, I don't have facts about it, uh, of changes in education is the government and the second are the teachers. True. What, and of course, the third one is the parents. 
what has been your experience when you have attempted to bring in these new technologies uh, with each of these categories okay so uh, uh, definitely i think uh, uh, on that front yes the government uh, you know you've ordered it exactly in the difficult to easiest order correct <laughs> so um, when we first brought in robotics people didn't know a to z about it mm. and um, uh, everybody thought it was more mechanical as well mm. there was a wrong perception in the market that uh, robotics is just mechanical mm. but robotics is about electronics programming and all of this so um, coding was was key to robotics so bringing awareness to the parents that you know or you can learn tech with fun mm. was um, uh, you know was was something that was a difficult task at the start mm. uh, but i should say there has been a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, push from the government side as much as possible um, mm. uh, right now with atul tinkering labs and you know uh, emphasis to stem uh, so all of that has been slowly started seeping in and uh, i think right now with nep they've also uh, introduced coding as uh, you know a compulsory subject as well mm-hmm. so all of that has definitely aided our uh, you know placement to the uh, entire uh, you know market okay uh, apart from that schools and teachers um, they have been receptive uh, but sadly i would say the pressure of bringing uh, academical scores is more on them that mm-hmm. you know i don't think they have the time or uh, energy to be spending on anything else so that is where the biggest gap is so it is more on the parents right now i would say that they have to wake up and they have to decide uh, whether uh, they're going to put the pressure on the child for the uh, you know scores and uh, those things or for the real future where you know the child can also grow in a relaxed manner at the same time do a great uh, uh, you know have a great future Very so it relies on the parents hands right very interesting but tell me sneha you know with an improvement uh, in the learning methodologies will this not improve the so called grades that all the schools and teachers and parents are going after because it's improving the way a child is thinking uh definitely uh, definitely but uh, we do have to relax uh, the pressure on the child mm-hmm. so uh, when a child learns with fun you know everything seems very nice and uh, easy for them mm. but when they learn uh, learn out of pressure even if it's taught in the best way mm. um you know it will not make sense for them so i think that is where um, though the learning methodologies are moving in the right direction mm. um, you know uh, though we are also providing practical um, you know uh, kits and all of that mm. though all of that is happening we still have to uh, look at how to relax the pressure so but you know sneha i'm going to ask you one more question on this i'm trying to understand the impact uh, you know, you've had over 100000 students uh, who you have uh, you know trained if i can use the word and i'm sure given your tech knowledge and your co-founders tech you must be tracking how students are doing so do you have any data to uh, be able to say and i'm not looking for numbers i'm just looking for one or two examples on what uh, you know your kind of training from sp robotic works uh, is doing to improve the lives of children uh, definitely so uh, to give you a simple aspect uh, when when we uh, you know started off so every time a child joins with us mm-hmm. the first thing we ask them is what do you want to become 
Mm. Okay, so um, many of them say, um, you know, uh, um, uh, scientists. Many of them say engineer. Many of them say uh, doctors and all of that. Now, um, you know, uh, we go go further and we ask the next question: Why do they want to become that? Mm. And uh, what kind of scientist or what kind of engineer they want to become? Mm. People mostly don't have answers for that. Mm. So that that is one uh, huge, uh, you know, uh, gap I would say. Mm. The clarity for what the child has to become should come from the interest and the uh, strengths of the child, rather than the societal opinions. Mm. That is a very big, uh, you know, um, change that we have been able to bring with the children. For example, we did a lot of survey with all the engineers in uh, India. Okay, mm-hmm. around uh, uh, we did it for about a lakh of engineers. Wow. Why why they took up that particular engineering group? Mm-hmm. Let's say electrical or mechanical or computer science. Mm-hmm. Why they took up that this thing and how, whether they're happy about it or mm-hmm. not? Sadly, uh, you know, around eighty five percent of them answered. Uh, that they took it up because of either societal opinions or um, you know uh, uh, just because their uh, the known person of, you know with them had done it before mm-hmm. things like that which is not the real reason why they should have taken it okay so right now if you see every single student who has um, you know taken up our courses okay so at the age of 10 at the age of 12 the child comes up and says i like electronics better i like physics better i'm going to focus there i like mathematics and coding better mm-hmm. i'm going to focus there mm-hmm. okay so that clarity is something that will take children to places and it's important that that clarity comes at a young age as I well agree. okay so uh, uh, people the children with such clarity mm-hmm. make better decisions at every step of the way mm-hmm. okay so uh, that is highly important and i'm very happy parents are letting the child take that decision mm. in our community as well because they understand okay the child has experienced everything they have given the exposure to everything so um, right now if the child is taking uh, this as a decision i think it's the right one so absolutely that absolutely incredible i once again think i wish i was 57 years younger now i mean because i remember what you were telling me about your survey from engineers it saddens me that nothing seems to have changed i mean i finished school in 1972 and I didn't know what the hell to do, and my parents said, "Become a doctor." I failed everything, and finally went up doing a, you know, an MBA. So, but I'm glad you're making these changes. So, I've got one more question for you before I move to a few questions for you personally. Uh, Sneha, for someone who's doing such amazing work, and you know, you and your co-founder are actually changing value systems, and of course, uh, the grounds for changing. What are some of the values you believe in? um in your organization um so first and most important thing we are a very customer first company so mm-hmm. that is the that is something that uh, we value whatsoever mm-hmm. so uh, providing the best quality uh, at any at any scale mm-hmm. so that is what forced us to develop the ai teacher as well and the same customer first is what drove us to ensure we have different channels of deliveries to ensure all customers come in it's not just a customer with a computer and internet connection who has to be part of it mm-hmm. so that was the kind of uh, innovations every innovation that happens in our company is also because of a customer or uh, or uh, uh, customer surveys that we do so we are very customer first on that front apart from that um, i believe things have 
uh, everything needs to have fun factor in it. Mm. So that is something that uh, as an entire company we believe in. Let it be work or let it be uh, you know learning. Uh, there has to be a lot of fun factor involved in it. Wonderful. So these are two important things. I think if these two are there, if we give what the customer wants and we also have fun, what's more, uh, what's required more? I agree. That's fantastic. And you know, your employees must be also really enjoying working with all okay. of you. So uh, Sneha, I've got time for a couple of questions. Uh, and these are a few questions for you personally. Sure. My first question is someone as young as you, as you look back at, you know, your life and as you look ahead at the, the you know, three, four, five decades of work ahead. At this stage of life for you, what does success mean? All right. So that's a, that's a very difficult question, I would say. Mm. Success, um, success means when we have influenced every single member um, across, every single young member across the globe. Mm. So that is what success means for me mm. personally. <laughs> and um, uh, when I say influence, uh, they should have taken a important decision in their life because of us, mm. okay? Because of what we have provided them. So okay. that is something that uh, you know uh, makes me feel, you know, uh, will make me feel successful. Fantastic. And a follow-up question: You know, your first milestone that you told me was when your parents came for the, you know, your first, um, yeah, function, uh, yeah, you know, graduation, so to speak. Uh, who or what inspires you? To keep doing more and more my parents trust definitely inspires mm -hmm. that is definitely uh, in place mm -hmm. along with uh, the parents smile okay so not my parent but the uh, customer's parent okay. the parent mm -hmm. so um, you know every single time uh, so one thing that i always do is every single feedback uh, mm -hmm. from the parent to the customer directly lands in my inbox mm -hmm. and that's the first thing i open every day in the, in the morning and uh, Luckily, so far, uh, it has always been a positive day uh, for me every single day. Mm -hmm. And it has been a lot of energetic reviews that come up. So that is, um, you know, uh, always kept me driving. Okay. Um, time for two more questions for you. Sure. My next question is that if you were a role model to millions of children and you are touching the lives of so many, and these children closely followed you and your life choices, what is the one thing you would change in yourself? All right. So one thing I would change is definitely have a little more fun. That's something that I'm learning from Pranav as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm a very, uh, you know, uh, operational and a very, uh, you know, organized and, um, you know, uh, do it, do this, 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 this from morning to night mm -hmm. kind of a person. Mm -hmm. So relaxing and having a little more fun is something that uh, I might possibly you know, definitely look forward to. Hmm. Very interesting. And my last question to you, because thousands of people will listen to our conversation and I'm sure they will uh, you know, read much more about you. As a startup or a startup entrepreneur or a successful startup entrepreneur, what would your advice be to young entrepreneurs starting off on their journey? Dream big. Okay, so that would definitely be my first advice. Hmm. Um, have your goal at a height where you know, uh, you will feel successful mm -hmm. and don't feel bad for uttering it outside. Okay. So there might be people who will tell you, you know, that's too big right now or that's that's too much for, you know, uh, aim for this moment. What's your short-term goal and stuff like that. But uh, first, please tell that 
so that is my advice uh, mm-hmm. uh, don't feel shy or don't don't uh, take two steps back from telling it mm-hmm. uh, feel proud that you're able to dream big not everybody can dream big mm-hmm. so if you're able to dream big go ahead and tell it out proudly so that is that is my most amazing. important advice. amazing sneha thank you so much i mean i consider it my privilege to have spoken to you because i have learned so much in my conversation with you thank, thank you, you so again much. and wish you lots of success thank you thank you so much thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals you can also follow us on youtube facebook instagram and twitter just search for the brand called you